New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. New Thought Media Network is proud to present Cosmic Prayers, your weekly shift, Mondays at 11, Mountain Time, with your host, Laura Topper. The Cosmic Prayers, live from the UK. And now, here she is, Laura Topper. Hi, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cosmic Prayer. It's so great to be here. My name is Laura, and if you're joining right now, you're on New Thought Media Network, and we are sending out so much love here, and I'm just so excited this week, right now, for this beautiful guest that is joining uh, me and you um, on the Cosmic Prayer. As you know, the Cosmic Prayer is all about understanding prayer from different perspectives. And that's why each week when our, our guests come on here, we have this beautiful, fresh new pers perspective on what prayer is and how we can use it. So wherever you are in the world, settle in for an hour, 45 minutes to an hour for this inspirational broadcast. Because today joining us is the amazing Reverend Cindy Grimes. Reverend Cindy is a senior minister at Ocala Center for Spiritual Living, CSL Ocala in Florida. And she's also the minister of um, peace Peace Circles, Peace Building Center for Practical um, Peace Building. And I know firsthand um, that Reverend Cindy is doing such incredible work because um, she's come on to my ministerial educational course and talked about all the amazing work um, that is happening in her consciousness and in her world and what she's doing to serve humanity. So welcome here, Reverend Cindy. I just feel so blessed that you're here and shining your light today. Welcome to Cosmic Prayer. <laughs> Thank you so much for asking me. I, I really feel honored and I'm so excited to be here with you and an international audience. It's all just too cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> It really is. I mean, to think that you're sitting in England and I'm here in Florida and there's people in Colorado and California and God knows where else that we can all congregate at the same time. It's uh, it's quite a blessing. really. It is. And, and that more and more we're doing this, obviously, because in the last 18 months, we've been pushed into a different way of being and connecting with with uh, with each other. And I just feel like yeah, so, you know, that that's one thing. And then we have this whole spiritual practice that we we can turn to that um, that's also a way of connecting, isn't it? It's a way of communing with with ourselves, with the higher knowing of the higher, greater good that's here um, for ourselves and for humanity. And I know that your work is is so empowering. And when you talked um, in the class that I was in about what what you are doing and what you've achieved, um, it's just so beautiful. And I wonder how prayer has influenced your life. You know, I have such a different view of prayer now than I did in my early life, right? Uh, I was raised in a traditional um, religion and I was raised Roman Catholic. And for me, prayer was, it was begging. It was, uh, you know, the petitionary kind of prayer. Um, it, it had a whole different connotation than it does for us in Centers for Spiritual Living. Um, so to pray in the way that we pray is, is just so, um, so much more empowering and uplifting than the way that I used to do it, you know, in, in kind of that sense of groveling and I'm such a miserable sinner and, you know, got like all of that stuff. And, and here it's a whole different, you know, it's a whole different game. Um, and I love it. 
I love it. Um, as I said, it's just so much more empowering than, than the other types of prayer that I had been exposed to. So um, I look at prayer um, and, and I don't know how, you know, if the audience, how familiar they are with this term. And we use the term in yeah. science of mind of, of spiritual mind treatment. And to be honest with you, I'm not thrilled with that. I don't like the jargony kinds of terms. So the fact that you call it prayer, I love that. Yeah. Did you look like I, you were I love that? it that you said, yeah, I love it that you say that because, you know, every week different guests come on and, and we really do get a different take on prayer. And some say, oh, you know, I really don't like the word prayer. I never use the word prayer. And then, you know, and then others like you say, and for me, I feel like I, I like the word prayer. It yeah. gives me a, a feeling of sacredness. And, and I, I feel more connected with that than, than the the term spiritual mind treatment it sounds like oh my gosh okay what's going on here it's a I bit know. of a trap <laughs> <laughs> I agree I, when the, the first time I walked into a center for spiritual living I just I mean I loved it right I, I heard this amazing message there was a female minister she talked about something from a Hindu text and she talked from the Bible and I think Star Wars or something it just blew my mind and then she said spiritual mind treatment I was like Woo! Put on the brakes there. Uh, what is this? You know, I, this is too good to be true. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, what does that mean, spiritual mind treatment? Are you like mind washing, you know, brainwashing? <laughs> so anyway, I just really appreciate the the term prayer. And so that's what I use, affirmative prayer. And, uh, and I'm not afraid to use it or to say it. Yeah. And I know that we can have this, um, this idea of, of that, of prayer because of our childhood, our upbringing, you know, our influences, the the influence of that of the word prayer and what it means for different people. It means different things for different people because, as you said, it takes us back to that begging and beseeching kind of idea that we're having to really, really be good in order for anything to demonstrate or, you know, there is a kind of bargaining going on. And that's not what spiritual mind treatment is, is it? Exactly. Yes, that's not what it is. And so for me, the spiritual mind treatment is is actually stating what it is that you want to see in your life, what you want to have manifest and speaking the, the largest possible vision of that and then just kind of, you know, falling into it. So I think when I started my practice, and, and I, I've now been in Centers for Spiritual Living Science of Mind since I think 2003, 2004. And um, I, I don't even know, I mean, I, I do have my moments of like specifically I'm gonna pray now, but mostly I feel like my life is a prayer. Right? Just, just trying to live in the presence as much as I can, as, of, of knowing that, you know, spirit is in, around, and through me and everyone and everything. Um, of course, I don't always remember that in the moment, but, but I do try to live from that perspective. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's kind of an evolved place to be in, isn't it? I'm, I'm not suggesting that, you know, we can't do that from the very beginning when we first realize that there is this amazing way to commune. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's like another step. We 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 do our spiritual our prayer, spiritual mind treatment, yeah, cosmic prayer. I'm gonna call it cosmic prayer <laughs> Do our <laughs> cosmic prayer. And then it becomes second nature where we feel that, oh, we're actually living it more rather than making an effort to do it. <laughs> yeah, you you do have I mean, yes, you do have to practice it. I mean, and I and I have a daily practice. Um I pray, I, my favorite place to pray is out in the woods. And I go almost every day and I spend, you know, a good hour, hour and a half just out in nature. And so that alone makes me remember, has me feel that I'm part of something larger. And that's why I feel like, you know, and as I'm walking through, it is, it's just a constant prayer. Um, if I'm thinking of people that I love, if I'm thinking of uh, conditions, situations, like seeing them in their best, and then I have these magnificent trees and all of this around me that that spirit, that God, that life is taken care of, and I don't have to be the boss of that. And it, re it reminds me that I'm not the boss of all these other oh. things in my life, right? So that's kind oh. of my practice. 
I love what you've just said about the reminder of not being the boss because it can be really overwhelming. Well, for me personally, it can, I can get very overwhelmed day to day with all the stuff and the list and the got to do this and got to do that. And I love what you've just said about being reminded that there is a greater power. Yeah. Right. So for you, is that your, would you say now that's your, like your main incentive for, for, for prayer? My main incentive for prayer. Hmm. I'd say my main incentive for prayer is keeping me in check. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, I mean the, the events of the past year, you know, have been so, um, turbulent that, you know, prayer kind of gives me that, that safe space. And that time when I'm out walking in the woods, Sometimes that time is actually just crying, you know, sometimes it's whatever is happening in the world is just so, you know, profound or what's happening in my family that I just walk through the woods. It's another reason I like it because I can just cry. I can scream. I can do whatever I want. and Nobody else hears me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so liberating. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Sing, cry, whatever I need to do. And, and I can do that. Of course, I can do that at home, too, that there is something for me about being out in nature. That, uh, again, that reminder of being part of something bigger than myself. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your peace initiative, the Peace Circle initiative that you have created and, and founded and put your love and your, your joy into and would you like to talk about it and just explain what it is and if and how you use prayer in this for yourself and for those that you are working with? Well, thank you so much for asking yeah. that. So, so this uh, initiative, Circle Up Center for Practical Peace Building, um, came out of a workshop that I attended. It was uh, a peace builder immersion. I don't really know. What does it mean to be a peace builder, right? I sounded good. You know, I'm a Libra, one of those justice people, and uh, have always been kind of a peacemaker since I was a child. I feel like that's kind of my place in the world. And so I attended this immersion um, workshop with uh, the River Phoenix Center for Peace Building. And, oh my goodness, the, the day before I was to attend this workshop, a young man took, a 19-year-old man took a shotgun into the school, the high school that my kids attended. Now, they, they had already graduated. They, they were out of high school for a few years. Um, but he, he brought this, somehow got a shotgun into the school. And, and I think he dropped it. I don't know what happened, but the weapon did fire. I don't think it was intentional, but it did fire. And it brought people out of the classrooms and uh, this one teacher, you know, recognized the young man and kind of talked him down from the ledge. And in the meantime, of course, it was this huge, you know, crisis emergency thing. Um, the county literally shut down and we're a huge area. Marion County, where I live, Ocala, Florida, is probably the size of Delaware. You know, the size, that's how large it is in area. And the whole place was shut down, interstates, everything. And um, kids in schools around the county were freaking out because of the emergency status, even though everything was contained in one school. You know, the teacher talked him down. The, um, there was a law enforcement officer in the school who came and they, you know, contained everything pretty quickly. Um, but I know I have other friends whose children were in school that day and the ripple effect the repercussions were incredible uh, i mean there were kids that were hiding in closets and under desks and texting their parents i love you you know in case i don't come home and there was no danger right there was no danger to them specifically it was just insanity insanity and here i am in this peace building <laughs> workshop it felt like destiny you know, in a way. And now since then, all these other things have, have happened, right? So I'm a Hispanic woman. I was born and raised in, in New York and my family is of Puerto Rican descent. So brown skin person, right? My dad was a law enforcement officer. I married a police officer. My daughter's a cop. <laughs> and so 
I have a foot in all of these different worlds. And um, I very much want to see peace, you know, when I, I, I understand the perspective of the Black Lives Matter. I understand the perspective of the police officers. I understand as a religious scientist, like all of these different things that are, you know, bubbling around. And how do we make sense of all of it? And how do we get people talking to one another? And how do we take this thing that's presenting as crisis in front of us, right? And I think, I don't know that this is true, but I've heard that the Chinese character, right, the word for crisis has both oh, danger and opportunity. Opportunity, yes. Right, danger yeah. and opportunity. So yeah. how do we harness or, or how do we make use of that opportunity? Like wading through all of the other stuff, the pain, the, the, the shame, the, the violence, all of that, and get to what is at the heart of, of what is true for all of us and how we are connected um, so that was the catalyst. I got some really great skills while I was in that workshop, learned some new tools. Um, and so what I will say that peace building is for me is the science of building relationship. Right. Right. It's a science right. of being in healthy relationships. Yeah. So how do you establish healthy relationships? How do you maintain them? And most importantly for us right now, how do we repair the harm when when something you know has been done to us, something has gone wrong? How do we harness that opportunity there and bring things back together in a way that is better, higher, stronger um, than it was before? So that is uh, that's what I teach. And so I was also at the same time, this was in 2018, I think that I took that workshop and I was already in the pulpit as the minister at the Center for Spiritual Living Ocala. And I had the idea sitting in that workshop that um, this idea of, of peace building, of having a peace building center where people could come and learn these skills could be an outreach of spiritual community. And so that became the big picture, okay. right? Um, so the the folks who facilitated that workshop, um, Hart Phoenix and Jeffrey Weisberg, posed three questions. Number one, what can you do with the information you've gotten that would be easy peasy, right? Just go out there and do it. Number two, what would be a stretch? And the third one, what would be your pie in the sky? Like what would be amazing for you to do with this work? So the easy thing I thought was to share it with my spiritual community, yeah. meaning my community in Ocala, but also my spiritual community as Centers for Spiritual Living, the larger organization. Like that should be easy because they get it, right? Yeah. We get it. Um, the second thing, what would be um, a stretch would be to, um, well, actually the first thing was, was to share the easy thing was to share in my community. The stretch would be to share it in the larger CSL community. But the over the top, like amazing thing would be if I could have an actual peace building center in Ocala. And for those of you who don't know Ocala, don't know Florida, um, it's, it's a very conservative area. There's a lot of retirees that live here and people, they think you have an ulterior motive when you say things like peace. Okay. You know? There is an ulterior motive. It's peace. It's peace. <laughs> it's peace. I don't give you an example of this place. Um, we just recently got uh, a, our city manager is a woman, right? It's a, a female. And so all of the official city documents for the city of Ocala are in male terminology, right? It's councilman, it's policeman, it's it's everything is male. So a group put together a proposal and said that we ought to change the, yeah. the terminology okay. to make it more, right? You think, who's gonna argue that? Yeah. Well, I don't know how many people showed up to City Hall and they were there to say, we're going down a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> brakes on it. Like seriously, they put the brakes on it. They didn't want to hear about gender neutral terms. 
So our city, whatever the, the documents are, are going to continue to say councilman and policeman and everything uh, in, in male terminology. Wow, just, that's I I can't I can't kind of take that one in here in the UK right? that, wouldn't, that wouldn't happen you know but we're one country and the law goes for the whole country it's not like we're split up into different states like you are so well even the state of Florida changed their their uh, terminology so they did it on the state level but our county where I live they're going to keep going with that male dominated thing because they said oh next thing we'll be making. Uh, concessions for LGBTQ people, or we'll be having transgender bathrooms, and it's like, holy cow! <laughs> yes. So, yes. so that's just so you can understand where I live. Okay. So the work that you're doing is uh, you're you're actually you really are divinely placed with yeah. this work. For I feel like I am. I do because you're there with um with a with an oppositional kind of slant where, you know, it would be easier for you to do this work somewhere where there wasn't that tension going on. And Absolutely. here you have that tension. And so you know that there is a reason, it's a calling to make a change, to make a difference to your community. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. I mean, I, I used to think, what the heck am I doing here? Like, I need to live someplace else in California or in Colorado or someplace where, you know, people are more open-minded. And then someone actually said to me, no, you're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. Because those places have lots of, of people who are doing that work. You know, here is where it's needed. Yes. And it's amazing how we want, we want something different. We want to change it. We want to run because we think it will be easier. And yet yeah. when we're working where we are right now in the now, it's incredible the opportunities that can arise when we accept it. Yes, and it's such an opportunity again, right? The crisis, yeah. it's your opportunity, it's all of the above. So um, I feel like I had to uh, create this locally based organization so that I could have the practice and the understanding and then could go to other spiritual communities and say, this is how we did it. Okay. And if we did this in Ocala, Florida, you all can do this any place you are. <laughs> so is this like an open center for peace? People can walk in or you run workshops from there? Uh, so what we do is, workshops. yes, we do workshops. Um, and there are workshops, really just workshops on, on this idea of social emotional learning. You know, which is, to me, it is the complement of what we teach in Science of Mind. So we have Science of Mind. This social emotional learning restorative practices for me is science of heart. I love it's that. Pulling the two pieces together, right? Isn't we know how. Go ahead, say that. What were you saying? That's beautiful. I love that. Science yeah. of heart. Science I of love heart. that. Yes. Yeah. So we know that when that when we pray, right, in the way that, that we're taught to pray, the spiritual mind treatment affirmative prayer. That, that the words, of course, the vision, the, you know, the, um, the logical stuff, like, like that has to be in place, right? What is it that you want? And to be clear in how, in how you say it. But we know that the emotion, right, the feeling nature is what gives it its juice, mm -hmm. right? So if you're saying you want this thing in prayer, but your feeling right, where you're coming from is really from a place of fear or doubt, that's not giving your prayer the power that it needs, right? So we, it's really important, I think, for us to understand the nature of feelings and how we can harness emotions and how to use our feelings and not get used by them. Yes. To be the one that makes the, sets the intention and to live in the intention. Correct. So, so Reverend Cindy, I want to ask you here because you work, you work, um, your work really veers into the, um, you know, you work with a lot of people that aren't necessarily uh, members of Science of Mind communities. Yes. So they're outside of that. And so the languaging would be that you use maybe for prayer or for meditation or for, uh, 
divinity or whatever we whatever we use, it would be very different. So how would you, um, for viewers now that are, are watching or maybe watching at a later date, because um, we're here live on New Thought Media Network, for anyone that is watching, how would you say, well, you can use this prayer and it doesn't have to attach to the meaning of God, how we know God. We can use other words, other terminology to bring it into a, a more general understanding and use prayer. We don't have to think that prayer is a religious um, act, a religious tool, because it isn't, is it? It's it's not. It's not. It's like visioning. Yeah. You know, people in business are, are using visioning. Oh, so let me tell you where we are right now in Ocala, that I have now I've lived here for a long time, so I have a lot of relationships, but I'm having conversations with people in our school system, having conversations with people in our criminal justice system, the local college. I mean, the idea is that it is now, now Circle Up Center for Practical Peace Building is its own nonprofit. It's not attached to the Center for Spiritual Living. But many of us doing the work you know, the, the facilitators that I've trained and the people I'm working with are all from Centers for Spiritual Living because we come from that orientation of oneness. We're not trying to save anybody, yeah. right? We're not trying, we're, we come from that understanding that you and I and everybody watching is part of that same divinity, that thing we call God, that other people call other things. We are all part of that. None of us more or less than the other. Right. So we bring people together in circle and we break that. Why do we come together in circle? Because everybody's equal, mm -hmm. because everyone can see everybody else, because it makes sure everybody has a voice. And so I'm a walking circle. And that it to me is the most sacred space. That's that's the place to come from. But I don't ever have to say God. I don't even have to say spirit. You know, um, so we set intention. We call it setting intention. We can do that. Yeah. We um, start our sessions. You know, some, I, I have a curriculum that I've created of 12 different sessions and we come together either weekly or monthly or whatever it is. But anytime we come together, um, we try to do some type of mindfulness practice. Um, and it really is just about getting people to be in that place of silence and actually feeling what's going on in your body right now, right? Like what's the feeling and locating it in your system? Where is it? Is it in your chest? Are you feeling something in your stomach? Is your heart racing? And just getting a feel for what is happening in your physiology. Yes, because right. we're so disconnected, aren't we? Yes, and that's spiritual practice, isn't it? Yes, right. I, I believe that's prayer as well you know, mm -hmm. becoming aware of that connection to ourselves and that higher, that greater, that that boss, as you call it, you know, handing it over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, it can be as simple as that, can't it? Recognizing yes. it and, and connecting and knowing our, aware, our, our awareness of that connection. Absolutely. What I love about Centers for Spiritual Living and what we teach is that it's universal principle. Yes. Right? It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation, how much money you have, whatever it is that we teach is universal. And the same thing with what I'm teaching in peace building. It's universal principles. Yes. Universal. Everybody has needs. Everybody has feelings. Right. Conflict comes because people feel unheard or they have unmet needs and your unmet needs are bumping up against mine. That's where yes. the conflict comes. Yes. Right? So we go back into silence. We go back where we can get our, our clarity and allow the answers to come up from within the circle. So it's all, it, for me, it's all spiritual practice. Um, I just, I guess I've learned to to speak the, the words or use the terminology in a way that that just feels universal and not like I'm pushing anybody's idea of religion or putting God on anyone. And this is so important now at this time because people are open. We're all open. We're all open to knowing that greater expression of who we are. And for some, it's easier than others to actually language or hear the language or hear the terminology. 
So I believe what you're doing is is so beautiful because it's you're you're giving it to everybody and saying this is for 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 you whoever you are wherever you are at whatever stage you are because we all want peace for our lives we all want that and even if it's simply well I say simply because it is about building it from within isn't it that's not simple but even if it's not because we think we want peace for the world or some conflict that's going on it, it could be because of something that's just within us that we want to resolve it's so powerful absolutely you know it's it's conflict right it's conflict yeah. transformation and i may have con conflict within myself because of of two different needs that i might have in the moment yeah right? so maybe there's a need to honor my family and there's a need to honor my ministry and those two things are bumping into each other Right. So go back into the quiet because yes. the answers are there. The answers. Yes. Are there, right. So whether oh. it's a conflict within myself or it's a conflict with somebody else. And, and I use this stuff in my congregation as well. Right. When you have a misunderstanding, a miscommunication. Right. So there's. Oh, Amazing. my goodness. Sorry, my phone is. Going. That's OK. We're. <laughs> So let's um let's let's put maybe Diego if you wouldn't mind putting on our song. We have a beautiful song, India Ari, I Am Light, um, that would just be wonderful if for whoever's watching right now, and we can as well just tune into this and find that peace that Reverend Cindy is talking about within. I think I can play it. Can I? No, I think Diego has got the uh, the control to play it. I haven't got the control to play it. Actually, you will need to start it there, Laura. Yes, I can't. It won't respond to me starting it. Oh, I'm going to start it. Here. Things my face is in my head, not the pieces of brokenness. I, I am a too bad it's such yes. a beautiful song. that was just beautiful to hang out even if it was a little bit slow on the streaming there <laughs> yeah that's too bad it's a beautiful song i hope people will go back and listen to it if they have not heard it before yeah yeah so, so I'm interested um, because you have a 
you have an amazing dynamic that your your husband is a policeman, your daughter is a policewoman, and here you are grounded in this incredible philosophy and way of life and spiritual practice and spiritual knowing. And that must really amplify out from you into their lives. And um, I'm just interested how that how that does and if they if they use spiritual practice if they use prayer uh, or if that's something that they just it's okay reverend cindy does that and and we're doing our own thing yeah yeah that's pretty much how it is that's it's my you know it's my gig <laughs> it's not theirs but i like to think that that my my prayers and um my way of being and showing up in the world um, ripples out to them you know, so my children did not go to church regularly. I didn't find the center until they were a little bit older and um, we didn't have a great kids program, but I live it, you know. Yeah. And um, I, it's, it's fun to hear my husband uh, saying things back to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to repeat them here. <laughs> It, it's great. But yes, my family is is touched by it. I, I imagine they are. Um, but they're not active participants in, in the work that I do. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it, we know the ripple is, you know, the ripple is invisible, subconscious. <laughs> and so yeah. you can't stop the force. <laughs> Yes. And, you know, there are folks in, in my in our spiritual community that really love this work. And as I said, uh, Circle Up is not um, affiliated directly with the center um, in legally, financially in any way. But the idea is that as people in the world, you know, meet us, uh, I, you know, I try to live my life in a way. I don't know if you remember the movie um, When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's that part where she's that having a really good time. Oh yeah, I want what she's having. <laughs> what she's having, right? So, so that's the idea. I want to live my life in such a way that people say, "I want what she's having." Ah, and yeah. And I want, and the people that are, you know, affiliated with us and and circle up, you know, are are bright lights. And so, my hope, my intention is that people will look at them and say, "Okay, so you all hang out together. What is it that you do? What is this thing?" And you know, and they'll come to the center, <laughs> and, or not. You know, it really it. it it doesn't matter to me, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm doing the work that I'm here to do. Yeah. It's not a competitive thing. It's not, so I don't care if people go to the Baptist church, if they go to Church of Christ, if they don't go to any church at all. Are you getting what you need yes. um, spiritually? Are you being spiritually fed? Is your life working for you? Yes. You know, and if it's not, hey, you know, we have this great place where we accept everybody. Yes. You know? absolutely are in your life so yeah. for people anyone that's watching now you're viewing your new thought media network which is an incredible focus ministry reverend robert brzezinski has this amazing vision and um to bring these principles through the airwaves uh with with entertainment with music with uh creativity and um so we really embrace all of this here on New Thought Media Network. And extra special right now because we're joined by Reverend Cindy Grimes, who is just such, such an amazing light. You are light. <laughs> uh, shining her light and um, doing the work, really doing the work, which is your passion to, um, to be this beautiful bridge or to offer this bridge of peace to mm. people in their hearts. So, and I love what you said about science of mind and science of heart. It's like this, the, we say, don't we, it's the longest journey from the head to the heart. Mm. And, and to reach that is, is incredible because when we're there, it's like, yes, life, life is this beautiful um, experience of peace. And yet we put so many barriers there, don't we? Mm. We put so many conflicts there, a lot of them, don't need to be there. Right. How do we I manage think, that? Well, you know what I think part of it is that 
Well, some, you know, we, we teach about denial, right? We don't look at circumstances. And so that's an aspect, right? And, and I think some people take that to the extreme that they're not going to look at things that are seemingly negative mm-hmm. or that don't feel good, that make you angry or that make you sad because that's taking me into circumstance. Right. Right. But what I what I have found in, in my years and, and my traumas and dramas and helping other people work through theirs is that there is no way around it. Yeah. Right? When you've got that situation that is breaking your heart, that is, you know, your head's exploding, you're so angry, whatever that is, that you don't go around it. You need to go through it. Right. You need to go through it. And that's where you build the spiritual muscle. That's where the wisdom comes. That's where the understanding is. And um, it's it's a powerful thing. And, and we're most of us are not well trained to do that. Right. I mean, I knew I, I grew up in a home where, um, you know, only one person was allowed to be angry and it definitely wasn't me. <laughs> and then when there were tears. I hear you. I hear you. Right. The flip <laughs> yeah. side of that was, OK, so now there's all of this happening and, I, and I'm so distraught crying. It was like, OK, well, you want something to cry about? I'll give you something to cry about. Yes. I don't know if you heard that growing up, but I know a lot of us here heard that. And so what do you do with yeah, all of that? I heard, I heard that. Right? And, and unless men, we right? are boys don't cry. Right? That's what we say, big unless boys don't have, cry. Oh, yeah. And unless mm-hmm. we have the tools to to manage those emotions, it's it's I, I mean, that's why you do what you do, because we don't get given those tools as children to manage the emotions. And so then we stuff it in, we bottle it up and carry it around with us until. Yeah. yeah. Right. Until it won't stay hidden anymore. Yes. Right? Until it until, wants to come out. and Until it yes. wants to come out. And it always wants to come out. It always wants to come out. So do you out. find that prayer or the or what, what we call prayer and yet what you're offering as spiritual practice, do you find that people that are in your peace uh, program your peace circles that they really are influenced by these practices it's life-changing it's life-changing I tell you the first um, when I mentioned to you um, Hart and Jeffrey asking what's the first thing you know the easy thing you could do um, as I said sharing it in my community well part of my community at that time was uh, our local prison I was teaching actually science of mind classes to um, to incarcerated men of all people. I never imagined that I would be doing that. Um, but I took these ideas, you know, behind prison walls. And, and for five years, I taught classes there with groups of men. It was usually about 20, 25 guys. And they were all di- from 18 to 80, literally black, white, Hispanic, Muslim, Jew, atheist, Christian, all of that. And we could sit in circle and there is magic that happens in circle. When you're sitting across from someone who looks very different than you, who maybe had very different life experience. And when they speak their truth and it comes from who the depth of who they are, that you connect, you see yourself in the other person. So for me, this is this is like really practical spirituality, right? This is where the rubber is the road, right? And when I'm in it with other people, it's really easy for me to be spiritual and, you know, loving, kind, all of that good stuff when I'm by myself, <laughs> right? When I'm not bumping up against other people yes. and their situations. But what happens when you're with that relative that is on the other side of the political spectrum? You know, or that person who's, you know, the hardcore Christian who says everything should be he. <laughs> we don't acknowledge the or she's even, in the room. I mean, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> or even, our, even our mothers or our fathers or our partners or, you know, our children. It, it doesn't even have to go that far, does it? It can be very close in in our lives when we feel that tension or that inner conflict as you're saying over something and, and sometimes those are the hardest yeah yeah those are the tough you know the the guys in prison 
they were easy compared to like some of my relatives. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm seeing, you know, I'm coming in as an outsider. I'm a woman. That was another thing, right? Like they don't see a whole lot of women unless they're in uniform and, you know, yeah. in an authority position. But to to go into that space and create a safe space, because that's what a circle facilitator does is create that space by listening and with heart and with presence to allow people to show up in their authenticity, whether that's. Okay. Mm hmm. I'm sorry, there's a lag. That's why I thought you'd finished. How can um, somebody that's listening right now, that's watching right now, that may be, you know, in that place of, yeah. what would you say if they were in your circle right now or in the circle right now? What would you say for them to feel that, that, that knowing of peace? I think what we would do is provide the the listening, the presence for them to speak what they need to speak. You know, we we just did, I, I was on a workshop, uh, doing a workshop right before this, this conversation that we're having right now. And we did a listening exercise that took all of five minutes. We had three people in the breakout session. One person spoke for a minute and a half about something that was troubling them, something on their heart. And one person was listening for unmet needs. The other person was listening for feelings and then reflected back to that individual. This is what I heard. And I tell you what, it was just, it's healing. That's it's so healing. Powerful. So powerful, something so, so powerful. Mm -hmm. So one person listening for unmet needs and the other person listening for feelings. Not trying to fix anything, yeah. not trying to come up with solutions, not judging, just letting you speak, letting you express. And do you know, I don't know if this is the experience for you, but I think it's true for most people that when you have someone who can really listen to you and you speak your truth, that you very, very often find your own solutions. Right. Yes. You don't need anybody else to fix it because you yes. already have the answers. That's what we teach, right? The answers are already Absolutely. here within us. What the facilitator does is create the space so the person can see and and feel and and, and know the answers that are that and, are theirs alone. And feel safe to do that. Yes. yes. So it for me, what I'm hearing from you is that we that for that person that may be listening right now and feeling it, that they are safe. Yes. Even to say it in the mirror, you know, I've done that many a time just to get it out <laughs> to the mirror and feel it and Find cry if I need place. to cry or laugh if I need to laugh, whatever, like you do in the woods. Yeah. 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 Call it, go, in, go in the woods, go to the beach, go to the water, go just call one of your tribe, call somebody. And if you can't do those things, uh, another phenomenal thing is just paper and pencil, right? Journal, mm -hmm. like get your feelings out and then do whatever you need to do with the paper. If you want to burn it, yeah. shred it, right? <laughs> Put it in a bottle. I don't know. However you release yeah. that, some kind of symbolic release. Um, I heard somebody offer a practice of writing yourself love notes. Yes. What is it yes. that you would want to hear from, from your loved one? What would it take for you to know that you are unconditionally loved in this moment and speak that to yourself? Write it down, right? It's I love you. There's nothing you could do or say that would make, you, make me love you any less. Right. What do you want it's to hear? Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I've done that and actually posted it to myself. Mm. And then when it comes, I just sit down and like I know what's in there and I sit down and relish it. And it's it's a really powerful practice yeah. because it's not very often that other people will do that for us <laughs> and write those love notes for us. So, um, right. They may not know. Yeah. You don't, they don't know what what you need to feel loved. Yeah, exactly. you know so now, you know, we're all adults. We can yes. give that to ourselves. We can yes. tap into that inner, inner knowing that we all have our, our inner divinity and find our own answers and nurture ourselves and love ourselves. And then, you know, then we can give it to other people. 
Absolutely, right? when we're empowered in that place. And I'm really inspired that, you know, that, uh, that this can be from, from tuning into our own knowing of who we are and using these practices. For our, that, That's what they're here for, aren't they? That's yes. what these practices are here for, to empower us. That's right, so Reverend, one another. Reverend Cindy, I'm just feeling just over, my heart's overflowing and I feel like I want to talk with you all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of like we're on the cosmic prayer, so we can do that again. <laughs> we can catch up again. But um, for anyone that's joining right now, Reverend Cindy Grimes is with CSL Ocala. Uh, in Florida as a senior minister there and also senior minister of her own nonprofit organization, which is Peace Up. Center, Circle Up Center for Circle Practice up. Building. Circle, there you go, circleupcenter.org. Circle there we go. That's and how people can I find think. us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, and Diego, thank you so much. You've been putting up the website all the way along, all the different pages. Thank you. And this is the contact page. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Just tap in there and you can um, you can connect with Reverend Cindy and find out more about her programs and all of the new and wonderful things that she'll be bringing in. I'm sure that, you know, after COVID, there's going to be a difference of how you're facilitating your groups. It'll be easier to do that than online. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're doing them online right now. Um, yeah. we, I, my favorite way is to do it in person. But I just would invite people to come and, you know, check out our website. Um, we are still broadcasting CSL Ocala. We're not meeting in person yet, but we do an online Zoom on Sundays at three in the afternoon. So people can find us there. Um, workshops, whatever. I would love to talk to anybody in, in our spiritual community, people who are on this New Thought Media Network. Because I think that we are uniquely suited to bring this work of peace building into the world. Yes. And because of our orientation and, and this fundamental belief or, or not just belief, the knowing that we are all deeply connected, that we are all part of the one. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and now even more so with what's happened from, you know, in the past year or so, that we're reminded even more greatly that this is so powerful and so important, this work that you're doing. Thank you. And I also want to give you some props for your program here. I was like oh. so inspired. I've been using StreamYard for a year and you guys have all this, uh, <laughs> your musical intro and all of your graphics. It's just so beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, there's a lot of people doing beautiful things to, to make everything look really magical for the network. So we're grateful. Oh, I'm very inspired. I think you're doing wonderful work and I thank you for inviting me. I feel honored that you asked. Oh, yeah, come back again. It's, it's, it's our honor and it's, you know, it's for, for people to hear you and I'm, I'm learning so much and I love your work. And would you like to share a prayer now together? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So what, what do you feel it would what do you feel it would be uh, would be for? We can we can share it. You can begin and I'll end, or I can begin and you end. Whatever whatever you feel. Let's see. Let's see. What are we feeling? Well, we're wanting peace, inner yeah. peace, and wisdom and guidance. And for anyone who may be going through uh, personal challenges, I mean, what, whatever it is, whatever that challenge is, the answer is always right: oneness, yeah. peace, love. You know, so yeah, that's what I would want to say. Oh, why don't you begin and kind of go well into the prayer? Sure. Yeah. So we just take a deep breath and feel ourselves centered in this power and presence, the one that runs in and around and through all things. It is all knowing. It is all powerful. It is it is everywhere present in the in the trees and the sky and the sun and in each one of us that is listening to or watching this broadcast. I know that spirit runs in around and through each one of us. And that power is, is wise and it is loving and it is kind and it is good. And it wants our evolution and our unfolding and our biggest, brightest expression. And so I just affirm that each one on this, this call, each one that watches this broadcast 
is able to tap into that place of deep peace, of knowing, of presence, of love, and of joy. And that as challenges or as circumstances present themselves in our lives, that, that each one has exactly what they need to move through that challenge and not just come out on the other side, but to come out of it wiser, stronger, and more at peace. And so I give thanks for each and every one that is on this call and for the work that each one is doing. I pray that if there have been good seeds planted here today, that they continue to grow and to nurture all those listening. And I pass. And I'm just so grateful to be here with Reverend Cindy, knowing that peace is present, knowing that the presence is peace and that this is the core of who we are, and that as we open our hearts and listen, <coughs> excuse me, that we can tap into this profound knowing more and more. And so with gratitude for this knowing, I let go, let go into the divine, into the one power. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. And the one presence, maybe Reverend Cindy can take over while I cough. <laughs> and we know that all is in perfect and right divine order. And so we give thanks for each and every one and know that everything is exactly as it should be. All is well, <laughs> all is good. And so it is. <laughs> and so it is. I had a coughing, you know, when you go. <laughs> and so yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Cindy, for being here and for joining us. And I know that um, you're going to come back soon and share again, aren't you? Oh, thank you. I'll give okay. you the update. I'll give you I the would update. love that. I would love that. <laughs> and for everybody that's watching right now, you're with New Thought Media Network. And if this has moved you and, and really resonated with your heart in any way, then you feel free to make that donation here to the network because as a focus ministry, it's doing incredible things every day from morning, eight o'clock in the morning, mountain time to eight o'clock in the evening. There are all sorts of productions and shows and broadcasts and meditations and visionings and many, many programs that come out here through the network. And if you really would like more prayer, then you can join me over on Zoom. There's a link here now where there's a private Zoom room and you can come in for 20 minutes or so. And this is where we get to pray in, in person. And so I'll, I'll be there just after uh, six, uh, 11 o'clock mountain time. And I'm sending you so much love and blessings. And thank you, Reverend Cindy, for being here and shining your light today on the Cosmic Prayer. Thank you, Laura, and thank you, Diego, and anybody else who's in the background helping to make this happen. It was really a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Until next time on the Cosmic Prayer. <laughs> thank you for listening to Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper on the New Thought Media Network. If you've enjoyed this programming, please tell a friend and join us again next week. For Cosmic Prayer, your weekly shift with Laura Topper. New Thought Media Network is on the rise. We're looking to grow with you. Do you have technical media experience? Or perhaps a desire to learn? Are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention? We share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org.